0: Hey, hey, y'all, welcome to Should Have Been Thursdays. I'm Courtney. And I'm
1: Kelly. Cheers.
0: Cheers. So happy to have you guys here and listening. If you're new, please know we're excited to have you. And that things here at Should Have Been Thursdays are full of dry humor and sarcasm. Nothing is done intentionally to hurt feelings. And our apologies if we offend you. Um, like I say, it's always done in good fun and a disclaimer for this week is sometimes our stories are larger than they appear in real life. I like to make stuff up on the fly and embellish. So, um, keep that in mind when you're listening to stories, today's stories are actually all from listeners. So I didn't really have the opportunity to embellish too much. Um, Kelly, yes, ma'am. Our listener base is 97%. In the United States so that means 3% of people
1: someone listen to this outside
0: the US 3% 3% so and and last week you know I got the feedback we should quit saying we're sorry and I didn't let you apologize and uh, I feel kind of bad because you were prepared to say I'm sorry and now that I can confirm that 3% of our current listeners are foreign, not in the United States. I'm going to let you say, I'm sorry, in another language. Oh, you're
1: testing my language skills? Mm-hmm. Lo siento. Oh, That's mucho. Spanish.
0: Oh, bueno, bueno, mucho. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Good much. <laughs> and you know, I feel sometimes like we don't touch on any important topics going on in the world. We know there's serious stuff out there. This is meant to be a break from that. Uh, so I don't ever want to take away from the things going on out in the world that, you know, are important, but this isn't a place for that. So um, don't think we're insensitive or dumb. We just choose not to talk about that on this platform. So if you came here to laugh, you you know, you're in for a treat. So right.
1: this is your escape.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Don't take a So feel series. free to make
1: fun of us. We're okay with that.
0: That's right. Roast me. Roast me all you want, as my kids say. Uh, now they'll say roasted, and then the other one goes air fried. <laughs> so you know, they're <laughs> upgrading it. Okay, so I, I'm I'm speaking for the both of us when I say this podcast has been a really fun little project for us to work on, and just a little insight between Kelly and I. We have six kids and really busy lives. And between our kids and ourselves and our husbands, it's 10 different schedules to coordinate to make these episodes happen. And it has been totally worth it, in my opinion, Kelly.
1: Uh, Yes, I would agree.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm loving all the discussions among friends and now even strangers. And we have lots more episodes up our sleeves. But today, before we do any more episodes, I want to bring you guys some stories from our listeners. And Kelly hasn't heard any of these. So you'll be getting real-time reactions from Kelly. Um, But there's lovable idiots coming out the woodwork to tell us similar experiences they've had or stories that are inspired by the topics we've discussed. So um, without further ado, let's get into some should-have-beens from our listeners. Okay, so... Starting off, should have been a plumber. So Bailey, yay, Bailey. We love you, Bailey. We all remember her. She used her hands to crush up turds. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was a big s- over-summarized version of the episode, but basically that's what happened. That is
1: that is a spot-on summary <laughs> of an absolutely disgusting
0: yeah. turn of events. Well, and I've I've had several people want me to ask Bailey did she ever get caught? Like, did she ever get exposed? And and she said yes and no, that they they never knew exactly what she did, but she confessed later, later in life. So um, I guess she cleaned it up enough to where she didn't get caught in the moment, but it must have weighed heavy on her conscience, and she ended up telling the family. And and now it's on this award-winning broadcast, so the whole world knows. So hopefully she told them before that came out, and that's not how they found. I mean, look, Not she out.
1: might be nominated for like an Emmy or whatever it is for podcast yeah. stars. Yeah. What do you think for it is? Her story.
0: For, what do you think podcast awards are? I'm are, sure there is something. Yeah. Well, you know, um, I came up with an award for for pod, our podcast. It's called a Good Sport Award, the GSA, and and last week that went to the two people whose story I told, and I think um, everybody who tells a story and I repeat it gets the GSA, the good sport award. Okay. I like that. that. So, I mean, we got I got to
1: meet one of the GSAs last week. I mean, I had met her before, but it was like a different,
0: you know, you know, more intimately now. Yeah. Yeah. Which one? Uh, Patty. Oh, Patricia. Yeah. We'll talk about her in a little bit. Yeah. She had a bone to pick with me, so I'll bring that up. (laughs) Didn't destroy our friendship. You know, I'm not, I'm not trying to do that with this podcast y'all, but I mean, I'll, I'll tell you later, bone to pick. I got a bone to pick. So, so Bailey has told me another story that is absolutely horrifying and hilarious. Tied to her actual podcast episode. No, no, totally separate from the turds. <laughs> uh, and so it's about something she did to prep for vacation one time. And I cannot wait to tell that story. So that's a future episode. So keep, keep tuning in. So you can find out which one was about Bailey again. This is going to
1: help her win the award. Yeah. that award is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It could be like um, a compilation reward. So um, along with her public confession has come support from others with plumbing issues. And um, actually, we have a mutual friend who told me she has a story about turd noodling. But she wants to tell the story herself. And, you know, she never got back to me. But as I sit here, she just sent me a message on Instagram. So maybe I'll get her on here. Maybe we can do a recap of the recap episode sometime. But, uh, yeah, a turd noodler. So, you know, stay tuned for that. It's yet to be told. But I don't know about her story, but a lot of the listener stories I've been getting have a common theme that they involve children. And so um, I'm going to play you a voice message I got from a listener named Paige in North Carolina and her story about her child and
2: uh, should have been a plumber. So here we go. Okay, so I left my daughter home alone for like 20 minutes while I took my other kid to go get a haircut like five minutes away. And she's nine. So I get a panicked voice memo on gizmo from her and she's like bawling crying she's hyperventilating I can barely make out what words she's saying but I do catch the words clogged toilet (laughs) so I call her back immediately and I'm like okay relax like she's she's freaking out as she's trying to like tell me what's going on and I'm like relax you need to take a deep breath like are you okay tell me what's going on she's like it's the toilet I'm like oh thank god it's just the toilet but she's like I clogged it And in my head, I'm like, yeah, like, shocking. Like, you clog the toilet all the time. (laughs) And then she's like, but I tried to fix it myself. And I kept plunging it while I kept flushing it at the same time. Mm. And I'm like. Mistake. In my head, holy shit. (laughs) So, No pun intended. My first question is, okay, (laughs) is there water dripping over the toilet bowl? And I'm, like, immediately, like put the plunger away, stop flushing it. Is the water dripping and overflowing? And she's like, "No, no, no, like nothing's wet. It's not overflowing. The water is pretty high. It's very high on the toilet in the toilet, but it's not coming out." And I'm like, "Okay, just leave the bathroom alone and I'll be back in a little bit and I'll take care of it." And she's like, "I'm sorry. I was just trying to, you know, fix it since usually daddy unclogs all the toilets, but daddy was out of town." Mm-hmm. Of course, this week always. So I get home twenty minutes later, and the entire bathroom floor is saturated with water, Mm -hmm. and it's still dripping out of the toilet. The thing is, (laughs) I do believe her at the time that I asked her if it was overflowing, and she's like, "No, it's not." And I believed her because it probably wasn't at that time. But twenty minutes later. What she didn't realize is that toilet is kind of broken, <laughs> and the water, like, continuously will run for periods of time, and then it'll turn off. And I think in that time, the water kept running, and there was water all over the freaking floor. <laughs> but honestly, she gets it from her mama, because every single day, <laughs> one of us clogs the toilet in this house. <laughs> sounds like my house. And my yeah, husband sure is does. now the plumber of the house because he had to pay a plumber one too many times. So he has all the tools to fix all the clogged toilets.
0: <laughs> well, thank you, Paige, for telling us your farticle um, flood story.
1: <laughs> I, the, the qu- Follow-up question for Paige is, yeah, yeah. was it on the first floor, second floor, third floor? Second floor. Okay. So did it come through the ceiling like oh. it did in my house when that occurred at my house?
0: oh, I don't know. We should we should ask her. Paige, yeah. if you're listening, um, respond to us. Send me a DM on our Instagram, on the gram, should have been Thursdays, and let us know. Inquiring minds want to know. Yeah. And I love how she's like, I I choose to believe her because we all know nine-year-olds will tell some tall tales, you know? Mm-hmm. And that actually was more of a I was thinking about this. It's not really a should have been a plumber. It's more of like her husband has to be a plumber because they're clogging the toilet every other day. Right. Yeah. Thank you, Paige. I appreciate that. You know, it takes a lot to say she got it from her mama when it's something like that. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Kids are are great, right?
1: (laughs) They're wonderful.
0: Love them. (laughs) I love a kid. Okay. Now we're going to go to um, the should have been a chauffeur episode which was my own idiotic story with my friends and grad school roommates, Diz and Marg. So, you know, Kelly, you and I kind of came up with a question mid-podcast, and then others had asked as well, why did we let Marg leave on the motorcycle? And why did she do it? Like, it obviously, was the wrong thing, the mistake. So I asked her, I said, you know, why did we let that happen? And you, you should know. We didn't let her do anything. She does what she wants. She's an independent woman. She was always like the ringleader in our group as far as like being the voice of reason. And in fact, it got to the point where when she would like not be around, Diz and I couldn't really go out just the two of us because the decisions we made were so bad because there was no one there to be like, no, we're not doing that. So even though we seemed like asshole friends, there was no stopping her. And I asked her this weekend why she did it and her answer was that she likes riding motorcycles. So she took it as an opportunity to, you know, joyride. So everybody get <laughs> off my back. Yeah, I'm not there you have it. So I wanna I, I wanna make it clear she she made that choice herself. So let me interject. Yeah. Thirteen year old boy. Yeah.
1: She likes things between her legs that there go you fast.
0: Go. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mark. Yeah, look, she's popped out three kids. She knows about those things now.
1: I'm cracking myself up. (laughs) I
0: know you are. Yeah, you're giving yourself your own uh, good sport award over there. So I want to thank everybody who has sent me responses about this. I have been overwhelmed when the episode first came out with people sharing their stupid stories about getting into cars with people they shouldn't and so on, such as. But... It's really made me realize that a big chunk of our audience, they were making their worst decisions before Uber and, like, you know, the smartphone revolution that there is now. So, you know, again, things would be different if these stories were happening in today's time. Um, But it's made me feel better that I'm not the only person that made bad decisions. Um, And my sister in law, Gave me a story about this, but it's it's so good, and it it can be combined with a couple other stories she's told me. I'm learning so much about her now that she's like a fan. <laughs> um, so I might be able to do a whole a whole ass episode just on Shanna's stories. So I'm gonna save her show for for a story. It was really good, um, but I got another one that is like amazing. Um, from a listener named Libby, and. One of the reasons I love the story is because, I mean, her idiot is showing in the story, which I love. Her freak flag is flying, but it involves three of my favorite things: college, Southwest Virginia, and cowboys. So, here we go. I'm going to tell you a story that Libby Libby sent me. Um, so she said this was this is not direct quotes from her. The whole time I had to kind of paraphrase. Because her story was really long, it was multiple messages, Um, and some of it I felt like was kind of incriminating towards her, so I, I've moved those parts. So she said it was many years ago before Uber, and it, even if it was current times in Southwest Virginia, I'm not I'm not sure how much I would trust Uber. Like no. I don't. I don't it's kind of spotty here in the suburbs. Like I can't imagine what Uber is like back home. Although I'm gonna go off topic here for a second. I was home this weekend, and my mom was talking about the grocery store, and she did Instacart.
1: They have Instacart in Southwest oh, Virginia. Oh my
0: yes! And I didn't have to do the whole like divert my eyes in the grocery store, sign of the cross in the car before I go in, <laughs> song and dance. She had it delivered to the front porch, and it was like an hour was even better than here. So, okay, I digress. So I'm back. I'm back. Okay. So she didn't have Uber and it's just a beautiful way of life back there. Relaxed, laid back, friendly. So she's in a college town in Southwest Virginia and she and her friends were feeling pretty good at 2am and she decides she has a hankering for nachos and cheese from a 7-Eleven. So you know, she goes and it's not working and she's kind of making a scene. And one of the other patrons inside the Seven Eleven is like trying to like talk her down off this like nacho cheese ledge. And um, when she like turns around to look at him, I'm picturing this happening like in slow motion. She said it's a super hot cowboy. And they like strike up a conversation. He He's like, you know, I'm sure they look a little like worse for their wear like they've probably been out a little disheveled so he he says do you need a ride home and of course the answer was yes her and her friend and um and this is where her story differs from mine on the way to where her destination was the conversation changes and the cowboys ask do you want to go back to our place Okay. Oh, so there's two cowboys. Oh yeah, I think there were two cowboys at this point. The cow- there's more cowboys. This is cowboy on cowboy on cowboy in this story. But um, when when I first read this story on the Instagram, I was like picturing Libby and her friend in this like extended cab Ford F one fifty headed back to the Dutton farm and the cowboy quarters where they're like drinking moonshine out of a jug and playing like the claw hammer banjo do you know what that is kelly <laughs> no
1: i know what a banjo is but then i'm thinking like oh God, and it's like so crazy of-
0: that's so offensive <laughs> <laughs> i'm a bluegrass girl I, I grew up in a bluegrass band
1: riding out into the darkness yeah never to be seen again yeah that
0: that movie has really ruined banjo for everybody it's an it's a fabulous instrument and claw hammer is when you like when you play it, you don't really pluck the strings. You kind of hit them like a hammer with the back of your finger. Anyway, anyway, I could do a whole episode on bluegrass, and then we would lose all of our listeners. But
1: 100%. Yeah. Also, your podcast teammate. Yeah. Well, this is how <laughs> I feel
0: when you talk about sports all the time. So just give me my moment for a second there, okay? Um, so so Libby doesn't go to the a farm where there's banjos. They go to like a townhouse community. So these cowboys are obviously – sophisticated either playing dress up and like going out or Or their parents are out of town or they're like in like one of those cowboy homeschooled cults and a few of them have broke out but don't really know how to dress yet in society so anyway she's at a townhouse and there's two cowboys when she leaves she gets there and there's five more cowboys. And she said the hotness factor increased with each one she saw. So the cowboys are just getting hotter and hotter. But she did say she was wearing beer goggles.
1: I was going to say, <laughs> 2 a.m., a lot of drinks.
0: Right. Right. And any They could have been like 80 years old. Well, yeah. And even like anytime time there's a, a large group of like young, semi-attractive men, the more of them there are, the more attractive they seem as a whole. Like I, I've I've learned that in life. One time with the group of Egyptians. One time with the soccer team in Punta Cana. Like I can I can vouch for her. I know what she's. I know how she feels. Like there's strength in numbers. Okay, <laughs> so so. <laughs> Souter, you're not going to be allowed to listen to the podcast if you sit over there and make a face like I'm an idiot the whole time. <laughs> so, just to be clear, you're saying that the more average-looking guys are in a room, the better they look. If they all the look group? the same, if if they're if they're like a costume, like if they're like you know, you know, a category. If it's like a if it's like a gaggle of cowboys, they're probably more attractive than just one mediocre-looking cowboy. If they're all together performing as a unit as you know
1: as a unit yeah oh god <laughs> I see. okay
0: <laughs> lb's about to get kicked out okay so just like all men of a certain age do they show off and they start to rope things these cowboys start roping things so she said they pull out this like rope and they're roping chairs coat racks each other and libby's like well i want to turn I want to try to rope something. And she said she was like a natural, like immediately. She That's was she, she was super successful with the rope. Um, and like her very first attempt, she like ropes the chair. So I'm sure all the cowboys are like, yeah, good, you know, good job. You know, so she said. just tri- legitimately happens yeah. in real life. I mean, you know.
1: Roping that, shit in you, a townhouse. The townhouse
0: <laughs> part is confusing to me. Um, I'm assuming they were students there. Or something, or maybe they were on like a cowboy sabbatical from their home plantation. I'm not sure. Anyway, she's a natural and she, she's trying to impress them because they're all cheering her on. So she goes to the next level and she starts to increase increase the rope length, like the swing ratio. And before she knows it, it's gone so long that she roped the ceiling fan. Oh, shit. <laughs> And she said it was like a lofted two-story part of the house. And so she's got the ceiling fan. And naturally, as we do when our blood is mostly Bud Light, she doesn't ask for help from the professional roper. She decides she's just going to yank it with all her might. And she pulled the ceiling fan out of the ceiling, and it crashed <laughs> to the ground. <laughs> and she said she had to just, like, see herself out. She was she's, like, thanked them and tried to be polite. And then she said she walked four miles home
1: oh my god four miles in southwest virginia that is (laughs) (laughs) again with
0: the banjo yeah i know crazy story right i mean that's what you you know you shouldn't get in cars with random cowboys you just shouldn't do it call an uber now ladies and gentlemen but uh, back then you were none the wiser so that's
1: right and now she has a fabulous story amazing story to tell in this
0: award-winning podcast yeah as soon as she heard that, she's like, I have to tell you the story. I'm like, okay. She's like, you know, send it all to me on the gram. So, you know, y'all follow suit. Send us in these stories. And I can t- also tell your idiotic story to the whole world. So, all right. So that was sort should have been a chauffeur. So should have been a private investigator. If you aren't following us, um, you should be. Because you would see that this weekend I had to do some private investigating of my own again. It was like the opposite of the late night refrigerator bandit. I came home from celebrating my mom's retirement back where they play banjos. Shout out to your mom. Shout out. Yeah, mom. You know what? My mom did a shambong bong this weekend. Do You know what that is? Champagne bong. Like a, like a beer bong. No shit. She did it. Oh, I couldn't. I'm coming to your house next time she does that. Oh my God. I couldn't be more proud of her. That's amazing. Shout out to Foresta, the restaurant in Abingdon, Virginia. Amazing above and beyond. They did a great job. We had a huge party kids everything all of the things you don't want in your restaurant they treated us amazing and it was a um someone that went to my high school owned the restaurant and when we told him what it was he said you know we got to get your mama a shambong and she did it and that's that's awesome mom congratulations on 42 years in the workforce but I could have not been more proud of you than the moment you did a shambong <laughs> <laughs> she had a
1: kick ass career. Right. But let's talk about the shambong. Yes.
0: God, they grow up so fast. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I came home from a great weekend, which the weekend of itself lended a lot of podcast content. I can maybe <laughs> do a whole episode on my brother and his behavior on the weekend, but I'll save it. I'll save it. But, you know, my family's tired. It was a long drive back, it's, it's a long, boring drive back. And I had decided I was going to like be extra AF for my kids and I was going to make them pigs in a blanket, but I was going to like shape the dough like mummy and like wrap the little hot dogs up like mummies and put eyes on them and stuff. And and I was like gearing myself up because I'm tired and I don't want to do this. And I opened the fridge, got the hot dogs and there in all its glory was a bag and a box from Panera. And there was a receipt, and I was like, oh, what is it? And the receipt said cheesy flatbread. I'm like, oh, my God, I am not doing these extra AF hot dogs. I'm feeding these kids this basically cheese pizza from Panera. And I'm like all excited. And I'm not asking any questions. It, it A normal person would find it weird that there's a random takeout in their fridge, but not here. I'll go away from the weekend. There'll be 400 Nerf guns in my garage. Like people just bring us stuff. And so I'm, I'm thinking, you know, it. No big deal. This is way better than a labor intensive dinner. I'm not even I don't even care if it's tainted. It's just at this point, God wanted me to have this. He put this in my fridge. And so I take the bag out first and it's empty. And I'm like, this is weird. It's not flat. It's not balled up. It's not it doesn't look like trash like you'd assume an empty bag would look. It was puffed up like a dad bod at the adult pool party. And I was like, Okay, I move on to the flatbread box, and very disappointingly, it was also empty. So then I realize I have have to go back to plan A and spend four minutes of my day making these hot dog things, and I've been punked. Someone has punked me. So I feed the kids, and then I start the investigation. First person I call, who do you think I call first? Everybody? Kelly, who do I call first? Nick. Yeah, Nick. Nick like, Nick.
1: Shout out to Nick, private yeah. investigator
0: episode. That's right. Good sport award, Nick. I'm like, did you just reverse Uno card me and do this? And he's like, no, I didn't. And he's like, so proud of himself. He's like, it wasn't me. He goes, but who was in your house all weekend? So Kelly, I'd like for you to tell the rest of this story, please. <laughs> I'd like for you to tell the rest of the story, please. Go ahead. So,
1: kids, <laughs> I will confess up front, it was me. What? <laughs> <laughs> so, but I saved you from Tornado Nick. Oh
0: yeah, thank eating you. Eating
1: every other thing
0: out of your fridge. That's right. I wouldn't have even had the mummy dogs to make if Nick had come here. you just eat raw hot dogs like Vienna sausages. Yes, yeah, one hundred percent.
1: So, okay, well, thank you. The short-ish version of that story is we were hanging out at our house Sunday Funday. Eagles got another W. Bills did not win. So Nick had been consuming Drowning. a variety of beverages that day yeah, because um, he was not pleased with the outcome of that game, which was started at nine thirty in the morning. Yikes. And actually I'm going to implicate also my husband in this mm. scenario because, or in this story, because we had the Panera. It was mistakenly delivered to us by Uber Eats. Mm. The, we said, okay, we got this, not the food we don't del- ordered. What should we do with it? It wasn't really enough to feed the group we had. My husband said, I know what you should do. Put that in Courtney's fridge. No, no, put that empty, the empty containers in my fridge. Correct. I would have liked it if it was As fun. we referenced the private investigator episode. hmm And Nick said, okay, I'll take it over there. He was not in any way, shape, or form... <laughs> in a position to take it over to your house. And I had, we were, my middle daughter was taking care of your dog. So I said, you know what? I'm going to drive her over there. I will take the fake food, i.e. Mm-hmm. empty boxes, mm-hmm. and put it in her fridge. So I I think in this situation, I took one for the team. You did. You because did. Tornado Nick would have rolled through here. You did not solid. And fridge would have been emptied. Those cocktail wieners, frozen, would have
0: been housed by Nick. <laughs> Well, you did me a solid. You did me a solid. And I will say the, the name on the receipt was Brittany. And I have a friend named Brittany who's pregnant who was at my house this weekend and I was like, Did you like order food and then leave the trash in my fridge? And she was like, What? <laughs> I'd sent her a photo. I didn't call her. I didn't want to you know, I didn't want to call her and alarm her. Nick is one of those people. This could be an episode too, that if you text him two times in a row, he's gonna call you immediately, which I don't do. Mm-hmm. when kelly and i call each other the first thing we say is nothing's wrong we were just driving or it was too much to text but nick it doesn't have to be either of those things he will call you in a heartbeat so i went ahead and just called him instead of texting him and that's when he threw you right onto the bus he
1: did he threw me right on the bus he did. and then you know what courtney did hmm. she called me <laughs> to ask
2: because she didn't want me to hide
1: behind my text. She wanted to hear my voice. I want you to
0: ghost me, but then you did ghost me. Good Wait.
1: news, I was working, so yeah. I had to
0: call you back. And it was like 9 p.m. <laughs> and you know what she said? Is this urgent or can this be addressed later? <laughs> and I said, I Not in, urgent. I was in work mode. <laughs> I was in work mode. Yeah. So, anyway, there you go. There's my true crime for the weekend. I do have a listener story, it's a small one. Several of the private eye stories I got, I can't tell. Cause the people involved, I'm afraid they will get like arrested for like trespassing and <laughs> things. But I do have one that's kind of—it's a story from a fan named Ashley in Washington, Washington State. Whoa, yeah, I know, far-reaching. Yeah. Um. So she grew up in the Bible Belt, and she said she also had a love for true crime at a young age, and she was attending a wedding. And weddings in the Bible Belt—no cocks, no beer. No wine, no cocks, no attendance. No, they're attended, and it's always just like in a church fellowship hall. Afterwards, it's like not—it's not what you know most of us think of when we think of weddings at this point. So, um, she and her cousin decided at this wedding to private investigate who was drinking. So here's the other thing about the Bible Belt—they they're not serving drinks at these weddings, but people are drinking. You know, they're going out to their car to get things. But what they're really doing is taking the cup from the reception and filling it up with, you know, the devil's juice. So she she said that they formed a club. She and her cousin called the Sprite Club, and they used code words for each other, lemon and lime. And they went around sniffing everybody's drinks to determine who was drinking. So I think uh, the good old Bible belts helped parlay her uh, love of true crime and much like Ashley I used to love running every other Tuesday morning through the neighborhood because we had those open face boxes for recycling now we have the bins that are like closed but they used to be open boxes and I could run through the neighborhood and I could see who who got lit the last two weeks (laughs)
1: I know I ran by your house and it was always full.
0: Oh yeah, I've got I've got <laughs> hey I've got three of those bins, the recycling bin, the big ones. So yeah, I mean I'm not consuming all that myself. I have a lot of help, but yeah, I I, I used to really enjoy running through the neighborhood, being like, hmm, Franzia, they need to step up their game, or you know, like it, it was a good time. So
1: <laughs> Boone's Farm.
0: Yeah, the private investigating never stops. And then the last episode we're going to recap today is the phobia. And I and I gotta do some damage control from the phobia episode. So first of all, I forgot to tell Sarah, my friend that was the expert. Thank you. So Sarah, thank you so much for your expert opinion. I'm really sorry I inadvertently left you off last week. I was, it was just a really long episode, and I felt like it was it was running over too far. And Nick was gonna tell me that it was too long, and so I just was rushing through the ending, and I, I left you off. So sorry. Thank you very much. And then Patty who you talked about earlier, was big pissed at me. You know, I was a little nervous that she was mad because I told her story, even though she knew I was telling it. I just, that can backfire on a person. And so she's like, you know, I'm I'm pissed. And I'm like, why? She was like, because you gave Phil applause for saving my life, but you didn't give me any applause for facing my fears. So Patricia, here you go, baby girl. This one's for you. Thank you. Shout out to Patty. There you go, Patty. The big winner in that story. Yeah, good sport award. And then Courtney, the other person from our story last week, um, had her parents listen to the podcast. And she uh, took the time to reach out to me to let me know she's never puked in a toilet in her whole life, even as a child. Even as a child? Yeah. Her dad wanted to remind her that she always puked in the floor. That's just her M.O., (laughs) So she lesson for her is she needs hardwood floors Mm -hmm. at all times. (sighs) I mean, what a great treat for a parent for a kid that won't puke in a toilet. Actually, my biggest puke offender in my in my kids, I don't know if he's ever puked in a toilet either. And he's my biggest puker. He's puked in my bed, his bed, cars, I mean, you name it, but not a toilet. So and in fact, earlier today, I text Kelly and I said, Hey, listen. Full disclosure, I have one home puking today, not my puker either, one who doesn't normally puke. And I said, so, you know, he. this is a via text because we don't call each other. I said, we can either, you know, and I, it's a long drawn out text. Option A, you know, do the podcast as usual. Option B, you sit outside and I'll drag the microphone and we'll listen to the headphones. Option C, we all sit outside just to kind of like air out the germs. Or option D, I'll do the podcast by myself, but I really don't like that option. And Kelly, what did you tell me? I said, I don't care because turns out I also <laughs> have someone home puking. <laughs> <laughs> so being, being a parent, amazing. You know, they clog the toilet. Yep. They, they puke. You know, it's, it's great. It's great. And um, you have a puker also. And your puker wasn't the one staying home. I do. I have multiple pukers. Well, you're one puker. I I have a quick puke story about her. She uh, she told me she wasn't feeling good one time. This was recently. And, you know, like every preteen does when they don't feel good, she ate an entire bowl of pasta. Oh, yeah. She told me she's facing her fears. She's trying to work her way back to being able to eat pasta again because she puked it all up. And so, you know.
1: Yep. That's my middle one. Yep. And my youngest, she's the one, though, the youngest, although today she made it to the toilet. Most other times, does not make it. Hmm. There's evidence of that embedded in her carpet.
0: Oh, yum. Well, okay, because you have a live turtle living in her bedroom. So what's the difference? Am I right? She blends in. Yeah, you have a gender-confused turtle living in her bedroom, so I don't know what the difference between that is and her puking. LB, Kelly's drink is low. Would you like to refill that for us? Sure. Because I'm getting ready to tell a story about you. Oh, Uh-oh. okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, our phobia listener story from this one is Jay from Pennsylvania. Okay, and he sent me a story. Is um, he a Phillies fan, Eagles fan, Sixers fan, Flyers fan? Boo. Boo on you, Kelly. <laughs> See, I don't rub the sports stuff in everybody's face, but I'm a Steeler fan. We got a W this weekend. I mean, I mean, all right, I'll give it to you. We're not. I'll I mean, we're not five you. and zero like y'all, but t-
1: oh, look at Courtney with spitting
0: the Eagles facts. I love sports. I lo- I I do live sports all the time. I love them. I, I'm an avid athlete myself. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly and I played pickleball for a, a long time last Friday. We played four sets, and they lasted. Forever, the average pickleball game is probably ten minutes, and each one of ours twenty, thirty minutes, at easy, least, easy. At least. So we're both equally bad, but Kelly is better than me. She beat me three <laughs> out of four times. <laughs> so anyway, I like sports, Kelly. I just I, I'm not aspiring to be only sports affiliated things. I'm That's all. You, look, That's you all.
1: didn't know I could have come into tonight with a different
0: aspiring to be. You're right. You just don't know. I have know. to wait till next week to find out. Okay, so the Pittsburgh fan. Uh, from Pennsylvania. Thank you, LB. He said he was going to a truck race, but it was in a NASCAR stadium. And those the NASCAR stadiums are huge. Like, So they are generally not as like sound in how they're built as football stadiums. And they obviously are never indoors because you would all die from fumes. So there are these big, humongous outdoor monstrosities. And he said he and his brother and his whole family – were in pretty good seats um but he, i guess he got bored and he and his brother like went exploring the stadium and before he knew it he was up in like the nosebleed section of the stadium and he has a paralyzing fear of heights and the only way down was on these like metal steps and he said he was frozen in fear and i've i've witnessed people do this in life where they're like you can tell they're s- super super anxious about a fear and they're panicking and they just need someone else to give them a suggestion. Cause there's no way they can process. So he said someone finally suggested for him to get back down to his seats to go down on his ass on each step. So he said, that's what he did. He took each step one at a time, <laughs> like crab walking down, down the steps until he got to his seats. So very funny. I mean, it's pretty funny. Just a <laughs> inchworm on your way down on your ass, like every, like, you know. A grown-ass man doing that? No, that's funny. That would be funny. Well, he, I mean, he was doing, like, tricep dips, like, the whole way down. <laughs> I mean, amazing, amazing, amazing. Thank you, Jay, for letting me roast you on that. Um, My family not only loves bluegrass, but we also love NASCAR boogity boogity boys. So, uh, my parents had season tickets to the NASCAR races near my hometown growing up. And one of the very first times I took LB home, we went to a NASCAR race and this is very early in our relationship. I think it was the second time he'd ever met my family. And again, much like Ashley, I was in the Bible belt and they only sold beer in certain parts of the stadium and so we finally found a place for him to get a beer so that he could, I guess, put up with my family and me at a NASCAR event. He did not want to be there. LB did not want to be there. And so yes. you wanted to be there?
2: That's not true.
0: Okay. He's saying that because <laughs> my mom has started listening to this podcast, but he did not want to be there. So anyway, so we find a place that serves beer. And guess what? Cash only. Cash only. So we have to find an ATM, and it is up in the tip top of the stadium so we had to go all the way to the tip top and this is when i discovered lb was afraid of heights i mean we were basically climbing scaffolding yeah he said we were climbing scaffolding it's temporary stadium setup it was it it was pretty bad like when we were up there he couldn't even hit the buttons he was like shaking i mean sweating and when we went back down he was like clinging to the edge of the armrail, holding it with both hands behind him, like every step. He wasn't on his ass going down the steps, but I bet you if he had been alone, it would have been something yeah, like that. Yeah, he's
1: still with the woman he hasn't married yet, yeah. so he's trying to impress her. Yes. But also, he didn't want to go down on his ass. If I
0: had been by myself, I would have just left. He wouldn't have gone. He would have went out to the car, gotten a beer himself and stayed out there. He would have watched anything but the NASCAR race on a TV at home. So that was just the beginning of um, his fears. Actually, Kelly, LB here told me that he would come on, should have been as a guest for the phobia episode. Cause uh, he has got some doozies y'all. He, I mean, I love him. I wouldn't change it about him. You know, he can't help it, but it's, it's been some after the fact, hilarious things. His sister always, you know, has to tell the rest of us to leave him alone when he's having a little moment. So, you know, I love you. Hmm. Let's uh, let's tea, let's tee
1: that up for an episode. Yeah, we will. <laughs> we
0: will. Okay, so that was the recap. That wasn't so bad. Kelly was worried she was coming in totally blind. to All this was that so bad? Yeah. No. Yeah. So
1: yes, for the record, all y'all out there, Courtney gave me absolutely no background <laughs> on today's conversation. Well, so if it sounds like a shit show.
0: It, uh, it potentially was. Well, it always sounds like that. <laughs> what difference does that make? And I, I, we want to thank you. Everybody who's listening, I want to thank you all so, so, so much for the support. We are almost to 500 listens. So halfway to our goal of 1,000 within the first 60 days, we still have a few more weeks. And so if you like us or you love us, I want you to do what Kelly doesn't do and promote... <laughs> this podcast give us a favor do us a favor give us a like share it um if you think you know a family member or a friend who would find us funny send them our podcast if you found out that you have an enemy that you think this podcast would piss them off send that to them too they don't have to listen to the whole episode for us to get credit so <laughs>
1: <laughs> they can listen in the first two seconds. No, no, it's
0: got to be. I can't remember how long Ten it has minutes. to be. Yeah. It's 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 several. It's not just two. I can't remember. I, a few minutes. Oh, yeah. Tell
1: them to listen to where we say cheers, and then if they're like, I'm out. Yeah,
0: good. yeah. That that that. No, Kelly, you're still doing a terrible job promoting this <laughs> podcast. I have to tag her on everything. I have to invite her on everything. She doesn't do anything to promote this. So don't be like Kelly and help us promote this podcast, okay? Yes, please. I would appreciate it. Thank you. Because that
1: means I don't have to do anything.
0: You need to do it, Kelly. I know. I'm not trying to peer pressure you or anything.
1: So phobia episode. Yeah. What you got? I mean, perhaps for me to go promote this is stepping in way outside of my social media comfort zone.
0: Oh, Kelly, I'm proud so of you. So when I
1: do it, it'll happen. I'm just not sure when. Okay, I'm proud when of I you. do it.
0: I saw you put... Um, you'll know. Shit show in your story the other day, a couple weeks ago. Oh, I don't know. We were... Oh, is it that tech game? We were risking our lives to see the Hokies <laughs> lose. And, um, and it was basically... We were playing like Russian roulette, getting struck by lightning, and Kelly took a video of of the cluster inside the stadium and posted. I think you said hashtag shit show. Yeah, Amused it was on a
1: story, so I knew it would go away in twenty four hours. Yeah, well, you
0: can put this on your story, and you can hide it from <laughs> your mom and dad steps, or whoever you're steps. hiding it from. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, the other thing Courtney gets annoyed with me is I don't <laughs> listen to to our own podcast. Yeah. I know. Because I'm like, I don't want to hear my own voice. But technically, I should listen to it to hone our craft, right? Yes. To it. That's to what help your husband told grow. us. yeah. Um, so today, I was running this morning. I was listening to a different podcast. Um, I'm a big fan of the Kelsey Brothers podcast. Oh, yeah. It's great. For the record. So I listened good. to it before Taylor Swift came onto the scene. I'll give you that. For one. the record. I'm a big Swifty, but... I'm a bigger Eagles, maybe not bigger, I don't know. Equivalent? I'm an Eagles fan. Equivalent Eagles fan, Jason Kelsey, Center for the Eagles. He's on the podcast with Travis Kelsey. Bottom line, great podcast. It ended, and I was still on my run, and guess what was the next podcast that started? (gasps) It suggested our podcast for you? Well, I was following it, so on Apple Music, I was following it. I followed our own podcast. that's recent also you did that friday night that's true at 1 (laughs) a.m so the next podcast that started was ours and i was like well shit i still have another 10 minutes to go i guess i'll listen to the start of our podcast
0: so you were (laughs) one of the listens today
1: thank you kelly i was
0: way to go kelly (laughs) i'm gonna give her some of the applause some of our listeners said i should stop doing (laughs) good job kelly Way to go, girlfriend! I'm Proud br- of you. I'm really
1: branching out. Thanks Proud for of helping you. me. You're welcome.
0: I'll get you out of that comfort zone. <laughs> so I want to point out that tonight, from our list, just just to try try to reiterate the fact that sharing this podcast is beneficial. We had listener stories from Virginia, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, and Washington. Like. That's, I mean, I'm impressed with myself. Not to toot my own horn, but beep, beep, bitch. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> so make us happy. Put us in your weekly routine. We've got some really good episodes coming up about dating, massages, <laughs> That word makes me gag just saying it. (laughs) Um, I have an episode on death. That should be a real humorous Uh, one. We might want (laughs) to, we need to discuss that one. (laughs) Pregnancy myths. I mean, there's a whole bunch more to come. So find us on Instagram. Give us a follow. Spotify, Apple Music. Keep the stories coming. And until next week, bye guys. Bye y'all. Stay awkward.